Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Yo, beautiful human. Before we start our conversation with Trevor Daniel, this interview is brought to you by Total Wireless. There's never been a better time to switch to Total Wireless. Total Wireless, total confidence. We got a link in the description. Yo, beautiful human. Daniel's here. Yo. Trevor Daniel's here. Same hey. name, bro. What's you know up? him? No, but basically, we, bro. I feel like I feel like we know each other just because Daniel. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a connection. Dan- it's a Daniel instantly. thing. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Trevor Daniel is <laughs> hanging out in the studio. Welcome, sir. Thank you, man. I thank you for Friend giving me. us time and energy because, like, you're in the middle of a lot right now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> I can feel the toll that this whole lifestyle has taken on you, and I've only been around you for a few minutes. Yeah. It's a different universe today than it was a year, two years, three years ago. Like, three months ago. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. What but. is the biggest change? Um, like this stuff and then, um, yeah, just how fast paced it is and not just music. And I mean, it is music related, but you know, just going and doing other stuff. Like the fame aspect of it is weird. Um, I guess that hasn't really registered yet. So it's not that weird, I guess. I don't know. I just really haven't paid attention to it too much. So. How about having a lot of people around you at all times or people down to do whatever you need? That, that, the whatever you need thing, that's kind of sick. And I feel weird about it at the same time. Like, I feel bad asking for things that they're just like, yo, dude, like literally this is what we're here for. And I'm just, uh, whoa, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, because in a sense, if you don't ask for something because you feel bad about asking, they're then not doing their job because they have nothing to do. Yeah. So it's a weird cycle. Yeah. But it messes with your head a little bit. Yeah, well, okay, so on a music video one time, they were just, like, giving me a robe because it was cold, but it was, like, a robe. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, this is weird. And that was just, like, what she was doing. She was, like, super fast about it. Every time the shot was over, she was like, I just, like, felt weird and bad about it for some reason. I was like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> but, you know, towards the end of the video, I was like, oh, this is sick. Yeah, I got a robe lady. This is a very nice robe. <laughs> By the but, way, like in that moment, like you're the star. So if you're happy and comfortable, things move faster. The shoot is smoother. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of it is just extra things and, and details and stuff that I don't really think about. But it really is helpful. And it does kind of like take stress off of me. But it's crazy. It's just weird seeing it all. So you were talking about your dad, who's obsessed with alkaline. Yeah, alkaline water, just alkaline in general. Mm-hmm. Um, is their last name Neil? It's Neil. Yeah, your real. It's, that's my middle name. Daniel's your middle name. Yep. But Neil is what you get all your credit under. Right. All your writing credit, but your stage name is Trevor Daniel. Right. They're still in Houston, Texas. They're yep. What do they do? Um, Are they, I mean, probably not music, but like, like, how do they feel about this right now? I feel like, I don't know, they're just super stoked about it. My dad just like talks to all his friends about it before he gets into his alkaline. So (laughs) He talks about two things, you? Alkaline and cool stuff that's happening (laughs) that he's seen on Facebook. Is that... The perception or, like, the window that your parents get a chance to experience your art through? 
It's like Facebook or people sharing it. Yeah, because I don't really send my songs beforehand, I guess, to them. I mean, right before I release it, I'll send it to them. Or they'll hear it at the, the listening party and stuff. But, yeah, pretty much. Like, it just seems like Facebook is where they get all of their information from, like, and transfer it to my grandma and all this stuff. <laughs> Which is like a blessing and a curse, by the way. What? That? Facebook. And we're and, and being the main hub and source of information. Yeah, especially because I never post anything on there. Like, I just forget to. <laughs> and then I'll post everything at once. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how the older people work? It is. It is. Because, like, we're not, who our age is really on Facebook? You said you don't even post. I don't really post except for, like, oh, hey, you know, like, I need to remind my, like, uncles and stuff because they told me to keep them <laughs> updated. But this is better than texting, like, everybody who wants to know at one time. So, so you craft a status update and everybody on your Facebook profile is all your family. Right, pretty much. And that's one group text, but not. Basically. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What's the last thing you need to update your family on? Recently? Yeah. Um, oh, it went platinum? Well, okay, I don't know if that's allowed. Uh, I don't know. Because it hasn't updated on the website. It did. We got an app. Did it? Yeah, you got the thumbs up in the corner. Sweet. Turn up. Falling went platinum. Yep. It's exciting. <laughs> I cried a little bit. But, you know, just a little bit? Just a little bit. Because we were, you know, we were waiting on it <laughs> to go. We were just, did it go? Yeah, it did. Yeah. I want to understand your journey and mm -hmm. how you got here. Because chug the water. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Falling is a song that was born in 2018. Mm -hmm. It was on your first EP back then. You release another EP in between the success, right? Mm -hmm. Of... There's one EP. Oh, that's a big thing of water. Thing, man. That, but well, like, I got this giant handle on. <laughs> Safety first. So, falling is a part of one EP that you released in 2018. Right. Yeah. Then you release Restless. So, Homesick is the first EP. Mm -hmm. That house is falling. Mm -hmm. Restless comes a year later, but mm -hmm. the success of falling comes like fall, late summer of 2019, and now we're riding it still. Yeah, and every day is like it's biggest day which is crazy it's growing yeah it's still growing and and it's kind of cool too because like at a certain point mentally i was like okay cool like obviously it's still my song i still like am attached to it in a certain way but i'm like on to the like the new things that are happening with like you know whatever i'm writing about at the time mentally so um it's just kind of crazy that, like, out of nowhere, this just came back. And I'm like, oh, Falling is still a song, and it still can, you know, reach everybody? What? It hasn't reached its full potential yet? That's crazy. Was there a moment where you kind of moved on from Falling, and then it kind of peaked its head up? Because there's a lot of time yeah. between its success and its creation. Yeah, I mean, after we put it out, I was kind of like, all right, cool. Like, we shot three different videos for it. But um, I didn't like them. But like after a certain point, it was kind of funny. When we shot this last video, me and my friend were just like, here we are a year later, just like same conversation. Falling won't leave us alone. <laughs> so, yeah. Is that a blessing or a curse? I mean, dude, it's changing our life. I'm, I have nothing to complain about with it. 
I mean, you know, every time I hear it, especially like on TikTok, it's it's crazy because I'll be scrolling through and then somebody will use my song and it's like weird to see. It's weird to see, but I love it at the same time. It's just like, dude, they just went and did some whole thing. This probably registers in their mind as something completely different than it does for me. And this like, because when I listen to music, it'll be like a, a space and time. Like when I hear a song, oh, this was like three months ago. I remember listening to this a lot when I was in traffic or whatever, like, or when I was just chilling, like doing this with this person. And for them, it's like a whole different memory for them. It's just kind of weird to think about. So it's cool. Isn't that the greatest it. thing about art? Yeah. Is the amount of meanings it can really take on. And to each person, mm-hmm. it represents something different. Yeah. And to this generation, music represents something totally new. Yeah. It's it's wild. Why do you think falling worked? I have no clue. Outside of the energy in the room that night was just different. It was weird. And I love that room we recorded into. Like, I just feel like it's special for, for me, at least, like. Like I'm re I'm like recording everything in that one room on this album like in that room same mic same everything okay it just feels good Zach Show. yeah real quick you know what I gotta do I gotta talk to you about ASU think about going back to school ask yourself the following questions do you need flexibility to take classes on your schedule do you have credits that you need transferred do you want to earn a degree from a world renowned university if you answered yes to any of those questions ASU Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. ASU offers 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree that you would on campus from wherever you are, totally on your schedule. Plus, ASU, they're accepting most transfer credits. If you want more information, text Zach to 35517. Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for, for producing the most qualified graduates. Also, if you graduate from ASU, you apparently get a job within 90 days. Learn to grow, learn to thrive, learn to succeed, baby, at ASU. Learn more about their online degree programs. Text Zach, Z-A-C-H, to 35517. I'm sorry. Zach Sancho. I understand this mm-hmm. on another level, right, Daniel? Yeah. I'm a creature of habit. I love consistency. Mm-hmm. If something is wrong and something is off, I blame what is off and what is wrong and what's changed. Mm-hmm. So Restless is recorded in this, uh, I'm sorry, Homesick, the EP, is mm-hmm. recorded in this room. Just falling. Just falling. Right. So this is the way I'm seeing it, okay? Falling, we recorded there. It came together really quick. We just had a great energy. Like that night, everybody was, it's just, everything worked. Everything just made sense that night. It felt good. Um, and then some of the songs we recorded in New York, um, Super Dope Studio, I like the one in New York too. Some are recorded at home. And then um, pretty much, oh, I guess it's the same thing throughout. The restless process is kind of all over the place and that i think subconsciously bothered me because um, i'm used to cutting everything in the same place and everything like the preamps and everything just sounds consistent yeah and um dude so i was like yeah you know what why don't we go to the place where the energy for like you know the song that changed my life why don't we just go there and it's like uh, i'm working with casey a lot the dude who produced Unfalling and uh so that was like special for us we were like dude let's just go and do like that dude it's so not broke so why would you ever fix it 
yeah, it just felt good. And it, I, I feel like this room is like magical because it still feels like that. And now it's for like every song in the project. I'm like not doubting anything. This whole project just came like come together how Falling came together, but like the entire project, it just feels good. So, by the way, even if it's not the room, it's how you feel in the room, and right. that's what yeah. matters. Exactly. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, right? it's, I'm telling you, it's energy. Yeah, something about it. Is it, it, a, is it a studio or a bedroom that you recorded it's, it in? It's a studio. Well, originally, I recorded every everything in a room or like a kitchen or garage. It's like all over the place. Wherever I'm at, when I have the idea, like, if, you know, no one's around, obviously, um, I'll just record it there. And, like, sometimes one room in the house just doesn't feel like I don't want to be in there. Like, a lot of this album, the original takes or whatever, like, demo takes, were like in the kitchen of this Airbnb. It has horrible acoustics, but that's just, like, where I wanted to be while I was recording for whatever reason. So you would start the demos in this Airbnb and then you would bring it to a studio? Well, I'm just, you know, like the way I record is weird because I'll like write while I'm recording and then I'll have like different takes and ideas and then I'll just have it go and then I'll just like freestyle things and like try to just hear the song, the the instrumental and just like really get in the mood and not think about it too much and like just let the energy and the the emotion take it because um, I feel like if you think about it too much it's too robotic and structured and like if I mumble a word and it just it feels best then the mumbled word is going in you know totally. what I mean but um you know I wanted to try like recutting everything so because some of the demo takes would have just like choppiness because I would like the way this felt and then I would like the way this felt from a different take and then puzzle it together and it sounds really cool and it could have been the final I guess but I just figured why not try now that I know what I'm saying like I mean I knew what I was saying but now that I know the fullness of it why not like re-record it and just in like just get in that zone and I know the lyrics already so much. I don't have to, like, read them. Yeah, it's different. And, like, it's like I know them, and then I'm matching the energy and all this stuff together. And then that room, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Are you rewriting these records at all when you enter that room to cut them? Or are you going with the original lyrics, but you're just giving it a new feeling and a new emotion? It's so weird because I used to have the biggest problem with overthinking. And now, like, I'm not married or attached to anything. Like, if I have an idea in the room, and I just feel like it just feels better in this area, go with I'll just, like, delete the section that was there before, and just, whatever. Like, and I've never been able to do that, except for on this project. It's almost weird how I'm not tired of these songs sometimes. But like, what brings you to the position where you feel comfortable enough going with the best idea in the room and not what was already done? I mean, nobody hears... The demos, except for me and the team, and like the final like piece is probably the most important. I mean, I think so. Like what everybody hears, you know. But was there pressure before when you were going into the studio to finish a song and get it right within a certain deadline? Nah, not really. I make like 
three songs a day. Like, typically, the last few weeks I haven't, just because I've been working on what we know is on the album. But, um, you know, I'm ready to make new stuff. But um, Even though you've been listening to these songs for the album pretty often, you're ready to move on. I mean, I'm just ready to finish it and, like, hear the final stuff and, and like, put it out so I can just, like, I have other stuff to talk about now, so. Yeah, because you're in a different phase of life. Mm-hmm. I'm really fascinated in this concept of, like, you getting comfortable with the lyrics and then going to a studio or that special room to cut it again, like, mm-hmm. when you're one with it. Like, at what point in the process do you feel ready enough to go and do that? Like, you say understanding, but is it an understanding of the story that you're telling with the entire album? Is it an understanding of each song individually? Um, Well, just, like, throughout the, like, when I'm writing the song, it starts off, I just want to, like, what what's what's the song or, like, the instrumental or, or you know, the melody that... I think about in the shower or whatever what's that like feel like type of thing and then nine times out of ten like dude there's so much stuff to write about it's unlimited um and like what's that make it like what's that feel like and mostly it just starts with the energy and then it goes like then you just know what you're talking about because okay this melody remind for whatever reason i don't know it just reminds me of 10th grade. And this, this girl I was talking to or, or like what me and my friends used to go do after school or something. I don't know. Just random stuff all over the place. And then I write about that. And I don't know what I'm going to say all the time. Sometimes like I just know what the subject is. I'll just like let it play. And I'll just like say random things. Sometimes it doesn't rhyme. Like there's not... A single rhyming word in the chorus of falling that that was just like ideas and i was like oh i can make that rhyme later and then we were just like no yeah, that's cool i like it and then so that's kind of the process all the time i know what i'm gonna write about i just don't know what to say all the time totally you know the general story or the subject mm-hmm. you just don't know the exact words yeah like all the all the things that i see people quoting on instagram bios and stuff is all stuff that I I just kind of like freestyled and then the writing stuff that I'm super like super stoked about nobody pays attention to (laughs) like like what did you say there because I do the like if the mumble take out I like it better like if I mumble it like I'll just keep that but so many people have said like what did you say there and I don't know it's obvious to me but yeah like it's like it's emotion it's more like that mumbles emotion more than it is words right and that that's more important like, um, so if I'm doing a sad song, I strongly feel like if I don't sound like if I'm not delivering it, like if an actor is just saying the words, it's hard to like feel it and yeah. get into it. Like, I like really try to find where my headspace was at the time. Like, cause sometimes I write about stuff that happened 10 years ago and like really try to remember, um, like where I was or whatever and like sometimes it's weird but like now I know how to like pull myself out of it if it like gets too bummed out or whatever but um yeah that's interesting because you have to figure out the balance because now obviously you have to 
bring yourself back to that moment when you're recording the record. But mm-hmm. when you go on tour, you're now forced to relive those moments over and over again. But you can't let escaping back to that moment bum you out for the rest of the night. Right. I mean, pretty much. After, it's weird because for me, once I make a song about it, like, is You're good? I'm good. Like, all is forgiven. Almost. It's kind of, you know, it's weird. What's the last record that was a forgiveness record between you and somebody else? There's one that I don't think is going to make the album. I don't know when it's going to come out. I don't know if it'll ever come out, but basically it's just like, like there was this girl I was talking to last year, who pretty much this whole album's about, <laughs> um, from like the good to like the weird middle of, and then to the bad to the, oh, I understand. There's actually like those songs on this album where, it's like I understand why you did this. You're in a, I didn't get it at the time, but like you know. So is this whole album essentially you forgiving her? It's pretty much the storyline, like of where my headspace was at a certain time. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm saying too much, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, was, it starts off where I was, like, you know, before I met her, or whatever headspace was, and then when I met her, like how. Like, it felt, like, it was just weird. Like, and then it goes into, like, the awkward phase after, like, I don't understand things. Like, wait, like, what's going on? And, like, she doesn't really know what's going on. Sometimes it's just weird. And then, like, the fallout and then trying, and then there's, like, the phase where I'm just like, whatever. Like, I don't care about this. Like, I don't Yeah, fuck it. But really, I do type thing. <laughs> but, like, if I pretend like I don't care it seems cooler and like you know whatever to her uh, I don't know the right. weird things you think about like in a breakup you're just like oh I'm gonna pretend like I don't care so she maybe like calls me and <laughs> did it work mm, mm, yeah it <laughs> took longer than I thought but, um, <laughs> you know I thought I thought I had it like down to the T, but it took longer than I thought. But I mean, we're we're cool now. We're friends, but now like, you know, after writing about some of this stuff, like it really makes me think about it too. Like, like oh damn, like I didn't really think about maybe her headspace was here, you know, and I just saw it from here because, like, where I was situationally. Like, I just didn't see it because all this was going on. And now I could step back and look like, oh, I just wasn't seeing it. Or, you know. Writing those songs allows you to grow and learn as a person. Mm -hmm. Because then you better understand the entire situation. Right. You learn about things. Are you writing those songs while the relationship is happening? Or do you go back after it's done and relive all the trauma? It's like 50-50. Like, um, while it's happening sometimes... And then, you know, the bad things happen. If you make a good song, you kind of feel stupid for making it. <laughs> You're just like, oh, dang, I wish I didn't show her. So she didn't, I wish she didn't know the song was about her. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, it's like 50-50. Sometimes I, I write about it in the moment. And sometimes, like, Falling's about something seven years ago, so... Yeah, that was that was like the one relationship dying out and another relationship starting, right? Mm-hmm. And the back and forth in my mind, which is pretty much all my music, is like, 
one song will be this way and the other song is the complete contrast because it's like the back and forth in my mind of like how I feel about it. Do you feel like you work out the situation by writing it out? Yeah. Do you end most songs with the solution? I mean, not always, but like I feel like for me, yeah, sometimes it comes over the course of a, like number of songs. So. Yeah, because you're dissecting and you're tearing yeah. apart a lot. Yeah, like... There are phases of life, n- not just yeah. moments. Yeah, exactly. And this album, at first, like, when I first realized, like, what I was doing, like, because I was just making the songs, like, when I would have an idea and, like, remember something, you know? And then... I started noticing a pattern. I'm like, yeah, all these songs are about her. And it just, to me, it feels like super repetitive before, like, it gets to the, the final form of, like, what gets released and everything. And, uh, you know, it feels like I'm writing about the same thing because I'll write, like, ten songs about the same thing, and then it finally makes sense in my head. And I can move on to the next thing. But that's like a part of the personal process and mm-hmm. the creative process. Right. And like some people just like will never hear the the other ones. But they're for know. you. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good to me. Like I literally have songs that I make that I know I'm not going to release while I make them. I'm just like, I already know I'm not going to drop this, but I want to listen to it. And so. you got to finish it. Right. Yeah. Also, yeah, I have to finish it because if I don't finish it in the first session at least like the the main chunk of the song is not getting finished because <laughs> i'll have another idea and i'm like it'll probably be you know i'll just start a new song and some of those songs that you, are, are, are songs you need for you so mm-hmm. they need to get done exactly it's like my journal i try to explain that to people sometimes and it doesn't really like translate i guess but i understand okay it makes a lot of sense instead of writing in a book, mm-hmm. you make a song. Does this girl know you wrote an entire album about her? I mean, I told her. <laughs> How she yeah. know about that? It, it was kind of weird because, like, basically, I had a song. So on Restless, I have a song called Body Bag, right? I feel bad for making that song because it's one of those things where it's like I didn't get it at the time. And then with the girl I wrote it about, um... Like, I thought about it a little bit a few months later, and I'm like, damn, I was wrong, <laughs> you know? And then she knows it's about her because she saw it on, like, my friend got on live while we were making it, right after we had this certain argument. <laughs> and I thought it was so stupid at the time that, like, she, I don't even remember what it was about now, to be honest with you, like, the argument. But I just remember it was, like, kind of, like, a bunch of stuff stacked and um then the other girl like she was like never make a song about me like that ever and i was like i swear i would I'll never do it <laughs> and you know i haven't wrote anything like that to that extreme because like now i know i'm just like yeah i, I mean i don't know anything <laughs> like, like things change i'll see it differently in a week and i'll be really bummed out that i said that Totally. About, you know, um, so a lot of it, like I still, I still say what I feel in the moment because it, 
sometimes, you know, I have to feel bad about it later because that's just how I feel in the moment and I need to get it out. But, um, yeah. So I was trying to find the the most attacking song and send it to her first and be like, yo, this is that. And then I was looking through it. I was like, sweet. You know, there's, like, there's nothing like really. You're not that bad. Not that bad. You but, know, but, I didn't say she put me in a body bag because she's killing me. <laughs> like, yeah. But by the way, that's also why you write numerous songs because some mm-hmm. you write just for you to get it out. Right. And then some you write for you, but also to share. Mm-hmm. And that's something maybe you learn over time. Yeah. Um, because body bag maybe was the first take on that one, but it might not have been the third. Yeah. I mean, like, we pretty much finished that one that night. Um, because I was with the producers and everything, and like, yeah, I, some of the, it, there's no structure, I guess, at all. But like a lot of the songs, like that, I make now because I, I'm really big into not thinking about it too much, because then it just takes the emotion out. Like, I don't know. I don't even think about if it's like a hit or if it's gonna make it or if it's like for me. At the time, like, I just like finishing the idea and knowing that I didn't stop halfway through and interrupt my, thing, like, my yeah, you got creative process. Yeah, that's, like, my biggest thing. Like, even when I'm recording, like, I don't like doing stop takes where the engineer stops it and none of that. I just, like, I'll loop the beat and then I'll go until I feel like I got it. And then, because I hate when it stops. I don't I don't like the interruption of it because you know sometimes a few minutes in I'll like like the emotional click and it, and then I say it and it, like and I feel it that that time you know Has it been hard to find producers that will work with this kind of process? <clears throat> Surprisingly no. Like on this album. Like on the other ones? No, they didn't no, honestly I've been really blessed with this, <laughs> like, with the people I've met. Every I feel like everything's happened, like, for a particular reason, and then, yeah. That plus this room, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nothing could be stopped. Yeah, honestly, I truly feel like that, and I feel like we're just like manifesting things just from positivity. Like when we started this album, um, and when we were working on it, like everybody came to my Airbnb and just crashed there. It's kind of funny because we were just all working on ideas. I wanted everybody to have ideas for it, and I didn't want to interrupt that. So I gave my friends, like, the acapella, and I didn't let them listen to the original, um, like the little doodle that I made. <laughs> I, just, I didn't want them to get inspired by that or think that's where I wanted to go. Um, I just, like, found my friends that I, like, trusted in certain ways i was like yo i really want you to like work on this baseline i love certain people's baselines like or like i really like admire your like your melodies or your keys or something your guitar and and i'll have them like work on that and they'll like build something but i didn't want to i didn't want to influence their creative process too like because that's the one thing like, some people are really good because I want the emotion to be there. I want them to feel whatever it, their idea is. I don't want it to be like, oh, Trevor's, like, 
telling me to do this because I can do what my ideas are. I'm like good enough at producing where I can go do what my ideas are. But like, if I'm like super big into collaborating on, especially production. You want their individuality in there. Yeah, and and I don't want to influence the the that part too much because like they know like why I like their production. Yeah. You know. So you give them bare bones, a sketch, a doodle yeah, of these songs. Like, Look, man, I really like your guitars a lot. I like I just want to see what your ideas are, blah blah blah. And then I back off. Because like I don't I don't want like, I don't want to influence it. Like I want them to feel it. Um because you can cool. tell like when someone feels what they played too. And you could tell what they like you could just tell the feeling, the emotion, everything. It, if it's there, it's special, you feel it. You don't know why. The song is cool, but you feel something, and it's, I think it's the emotion. Yeah, and it or, needs to come from an organic place. Right. And and then, like, I won't let each other, like, any of them hear the different versions or whatever. Right? And then at the end, like, I just would like, have this piece here and this piece here, and then I would go and I'd structure it, and then we'd wow. all come together in this room now. After I've recut the vocals, <laughs> and the they're room. hearing it, and then if they have new ideas, we're all together, and it's just it's crazy. How do you figure out this flow and process? Because it's a lot. Like I'm sure you're working with a, more professionals than you ever had the chance to work with before, which is super sick. Yeah. That's another thing. I mean, when you ask like what's like weird and new, that like just being able to get in the room with. Almost anyway. Yeah. Anyway, like getting getting in the room with like Phineas and stuff, dude. That dude's a. I don't know if I can you curse. can curse and you can talk about him because I think he's, he's a fucking genius. Yeah, he's bro. one of the most prolific musicians and <laughs> yeah. artists to walk. He's insane, this earth. dude. He's so good with like having things subtle, which I I love that. Like where something like barely there, and you like probably never noticed until like the five hundredth listen. listen. And like he's so good at that. But you know if it's gone. Yeah, if you take it away, there's just something wrong. <laughs> so, how many songs do you have done for this album? <laughs> uh, well, I made eighty, eighty <laughs> something, eighty something. Um, yeah. How many have you <laughs> narrowed it down from eighty? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all narrowed down. I know which ones are gonna make it. So, what are you talking about? Like fourteen, fifteen, eighteen, sixteen, twelve? Um, so Eight. basically, I think. I don't, I don't know the amount of number. Like, I know which ones are like gonna make it, but I just don't want to say too much, like about how many songs because I make last minute decisions a lot, and I might just drop something. How many songs did you do with Phineas? Just one, but um, yeah, good one. It was yeah. You've talked about falling not being your best song. You were on the record. I read in, it in my opinion. No. Does your best song currently exist? I think so. And it's not out yet. I feel like every month, like, I, I feel like I, I tend to, like, level up Yeah, you somehow. top yourself. Yeah, and especially, like, with projects. I feel like once a project is done, as soon, I swear, the release day, then after that, like, I'm, like, five times better, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, because you learn so much. Right. And, and like, I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like level, yeah, I feel like it definitely exists. 
At what point did you realize that falling was blowing up? When my friend came over to my house, well, I was noticing the trends on like Spotify for artists and stuff. I was like, like I was noticing that it was going up, but um, I don't like to look at that too much because, like, I don't know. I've gotten to the point where I like I can make music every single day and that and like pay my bills and be whatever. So I try. How cool is that? It's dude. Every single day, like literally every session, I feel like I annoy my friends because I'm like, bro, we get to do this. <laughs> what? I feel like we cheated. I feel like this is a cheat code or something. Like, we we like messed up the simulation or whatever. Cause, like, what? I get to wake up and make music, <laughs> and that's what I do. If you get paid for it, and people care yeah. and listen, yeah, and your and, art affects people, yeah, is. It's crazy. Like, what? Like, dude. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I interrupted. What was the question again? When did you realize that falling was blowing up? Oh, right. So my <laughs> friend came over. She's like, dude, have you seen what's going on in TikTok? And I had had TikTok before, but it was so addicting. And I, like, really got off social media for this project. Um, and then I downloaded TikTok right there. I was like, let me download TikTok. And saw it and i was like dude it's every five videos this is insane and i feel like i found out late that tiktok was a thing um with my song i didn't really know why the trends were going up but i was only looking at them like every few days or every couple weeks and then i started looking at it every single day and i couldn't sleep i was pacing the living room i was like holy insane (laughs) because it started like going up a lot and it started blowing up on TikTok even more. This was like October. And then now it's just like all over TikTok. And it's like, dude, this is so nice. And at the time, it was all over. But yeah, people are finding out about it. It's wild. So yeah, did that answer? No, that makes sense. Like, do you are you able to find out who originally took the song and made the first like the first? That's TikTok? what's so sick about TikTok. You could find out where the original file's from. Like, and it was this dude who posted this edit or because there was two original things from the jump but it was this dude who like a year ago made these cartoon edits on instagram and asked me and i'm like yeah for sure bro i love watching those because <laughs> i'll put my songs to these cartoons i used to watch when i was little like teen titans and stuff oh that's cool and i'm gonna be real like that's if i have anything playing it's usually that kind of stuff still um <laughs> I was just like have it muted and stuff. No midnight seduction. You watch cart. Your <laughs> yeah, hat says it's midnight usually seduction. Marvel or DC. That's pretty much like what I watch. Yeah. <laughs> but, but your real plans are comics. Anyway, sorry. Honestly, I, dude, I used to have a comic book. Dude, my third grade teacher took a stack of comic books from me, and I never got them back. Bro. Whoa! I still yeah. think about that. <laughs> I wonder if they made it to a dumpster or they took them home just to read. To steal. Nah, she. She probably trashed him. Oh, that's a shame. No, she's she's a great lady. I learned a lot from her, but I still think about that. And you know, I guess I shouldn't have brought it to school. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have been showing everybody. Whatever, comic books are cool, and you still have to read them. Anyway, there is a guy who first posted it, and you knew of him because he took your song and put it next to cartoon edits. Right. Yeah. Have you thanked this man? Yeah, <laughs> actually, because there was a lot of people being like, "Oh, I, I blew it up on TikTok." I was like. Dude, you can see the original thing, but 
also thanks for posting it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm who's trying to steal credit? A lot of influencers out there like, oh, I did this one first. Because you have a big influencer fan base. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I haven't really paid attention to who's trying to steal credit. Are you into any of those influencers or are you just too busy watching cartoons? Well, David Dobrik came to the New York show and I just thought that was cool because, like, you know, he's just, like, all over the place. And yeah. I've, I've binged some videos before. And You're aware? Yeah. And, like, very aware, you know? Like, I've binged videos for sure. And then uh, one of my exes, who's still a good friend of mine, she watches YouTube stuff all the time. That's, like, her thing. And then... Yeah, it's it's cool stuff. There's just like multiple people. I'm like, yeah, this is really dope that this is a thing. Falling is a blessing, but it also creates pressure, right? Because there is a standard. I know you might not feel it, but there's a standard of success. So yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, there's like a level, yeah. you know, and you might be leveling up talent wise and production wise and lyrically, mm -hmm. whatever. There's still some guy in a suit somewhere that's like, this is. The mark that we got to hit. Yeah, I think, I think, like, I think I've gotten really lucky with the team and everything, and, and even the people we work with, like A&Rs and stuff, like, they trust me creatively, which is a weird thing. Like, It's I'm scary, just, but it's cool. Dude, I've just gotten really blessed, I think, like, with the, the people who've, like, come into my life, like, I haven't had too, too much of the this is the standard or whatever because I turned a song in and it had like only live bass. I was like, oh, they're going to really miss those 808s. And they were like, this is great. This is insane. And then they rave about it. And I'm just like, dude, wow. It went way better than I thought. But, I mean, I'll try their ideas or whatever. If they're just like, you should put some 808s in. I'll try it to send it. I don't really care at the end of the day. When's the album coming? I can't. Uh, can we say that, that yet? No, cool. Yeah. Just because I keep having ideas. <laughs> and like, they're, they're just like, hey, can you turn this in? I'm like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> Not. And, and I'm going to turn. Basically, I could say that it'll be done by Saturday. <laughs> I've, that's a personal limit. goal, yeah, because that's what we have th this room booked till so. <laughs> the room. Yeah. A quick question: How do you feel about the comments that say like, "Wow, didn't know this guy was white"? I don't know. I was just like, I guess. Oh, I I think one time I I thought about it a little bit, and I was just like, like, I don't know what like what does that mean? I guess, I guess that it maybe like. Like the swagger. I mean, I'm I'm cool. I don't know what I feel about it. It's cool. I was like, damn, this this is dope. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whenever somebody asks you, how'd you get such a great voice? You say alkaline water. Yo, honestly, I love this stuff. <laughs> Shout out alkaline water. You know what's crazy about your voice? Your talking voice almost has like auto tune on it. Like, <laughs> For real? It's such a cool sounding like natural Thanks, voice. Man. It sounds like there's filters on it. Thanks, man. When's the last time you That's went sick. back to Houston, Texas? Um, Christmas. Is it weird to go back yet? It's very weird because, like, I have to dress 
like ready all the time because in Houston it's weird like I always get noticed somewhere (laughs) whereas here it's like the most random times pretty much only when I'm in like I roll out of bed and go to the most you know yeah when I look weird in LA that's when I get noticed and then in Houston it's just like it got so consistent I'm like all right I gotta try all the time you gotta be camera ready yeah you never know I just gotta put a cool fit on which it's cool though because it's made me like start appreciating certain clothes and things more and i'm like oh this is cool i like and that's become like a another little hobby pinterest like looking at (laughs) ideas i'm like oh i really like that that's cool it's giving me something else to do basically it's much cooler when you can do these things and then buy those clothes that's very true yeah you have all the money to buy it but it's kind of cool too because like i got a lot of free stuff now which, by the way, is something that it's I always yeah I complain about, and I've been complaining about for literally yeah. years. That when people get to a point where they have enough money to buy things, that's the point when they get things for free. Mm-hmm. I really can't wrap my mind around it. Yeah. Final thoughts. The rich get richer. I have one question. Right. That's my thought. Because I have to know. I saw a video that you posted with Travis Barker. Yeah. Is there going to be a song with Travis Barker on this upcoming album? Um, probably, probably. probably. I'll probably just I'll decide. Yes, at the end, likely. <laughs> so that means he cut drums for something. Oh, yeah. dude, this guy's insane. He played for like a solid thirty minutes, and it kept changing. It was just like he and he didn't mess a beat. The single was like, it was insane. I was geeked all time. I was like, whoa. So in that moment, do you ask him to kind of match your creative process? Um, well, because if he's playing straight for thirty minutes, that's, that's some, how I do it. Yeah. So that and that's how he does it. Oh. It just worked out, luckily. A lot of these things just, like, I don't know, like, my engineer. I knew he was my engineer when I had my first session with him because usually I just do all my own stuff. But, like, you know, this is my first album album. And I know there's people that are better than me. So I just wanted to make sure the energy was there if anybody else was going to touch it. Like, we just... We were in the room. I really liked how it sounded, and I was like watching what he did, and it was insane. And then I made this weird voice. I was like, "Damn, bro, we got this!" And then he—it's the stupidest thing. I, I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> like, he responded in a weird voice back, and it was the first time I met him. And I'm like, "This is a guy. Yeah, you're the I guy. Sound great. He's cool. <laughs> I can be weird around him because, you know, all my friends—if they can deal with me like having like being super tired because I won't sleep." Like a day and I, like two days, like, like just because I'll be in the studio and I'll be like, oh damn, it's been twenty hours somehow wow. or whatever. Because this is like, this is like all I like to do. So, yeah, <laughs> you forget the time exists. To my manager, like they'll be texting me and I'll look and I'll be like, oh, I really should have responded to this. But yeah. <laughs> and you got it four days ago. Yeah, it's seriously like this type of stuff. Yeah. I, I'm so excited for this album. You've hyped it up properly. Thank you, man. Thank you. Do you have a name for it yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah, can we say that? I'm just... Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's nicotine. Mm. Yeah. Nicotine. Because, um, like, the, the love-hate kind of back and forth. So, like, you know, it's one of those things where you love it, but it's bad for you type of thing. And that's kind of what the, the theme of this album is and, like, understanding it. And then... You know, at the end, I'm sure when 
nicotine is quit or any other thing, you just feel better. Yeah. You know? You feel like you accomplished something. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, this is bad for me, but I love it. Nicotine. Yeah, and that's kind of where my headspace was all of last year. Coming Not soon. Not necessarily nicotine, but for that girl. So. Nicotine coming soon. Trevor Daniel, I thank you for your time and your energy. Thank you for having me. This and is really wisdom. cool. Love and appreciate really cool. it, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.